Welcome to Color Me Dead. This is a true crime podcast, and we talk about murder and fuckery most foul in detail while using the darkest of humor. If you don't like words like fuck and cunt, then you probably shouldn't listen. But if you do, then join us while we fuck your feelings. Welcome, everybody, to episode 146. So back in the day, like right after I started, so it would have been three, three years ago. I can't believe it's been three years. Anyway, we did a yard sale of death for Halloween, and it was a fun one, and it was one of my favorites, and I got thinking the other day, and I was like, you know what? I say on one of our reunion, not reunion, because we're still together. How about one of our... Like, I love the foreshadowing on one of our reunions. Hey, asshole, I'm sitting right here. I can fucking you. We haven't had a reunion yet. Are you breaking up with me? (laughs) What just happened? How about Listen, one of our... I can't just leave, Nikki. We share a bank account. <laughs> right. How about... You know the password to my PayPal. Yes, I do. Mm. Anyway, how about this? It was one of our anniversary episodes. <laughs> okay, okay. Is that better? Better than reunion? Please. Yeah. And I say that one of my favorite ones is the yard sale of death. And it's not there anymore because right. we had to remove it. True. So we're going to redo our parts of the yard sale of death. Yes. And hopefully it's just as entertaining because I had a fucking blast on that one. Well, I'll be completely honest with you. This is also one of my favorite episodes because what people don't know about me is how dark and damaged my little soul really is. Um, and I, I get to share that with you today and it pleases me so. And another fun fact about it is that I wrote... This one, three years ago, my part. I wrote my part three years ago when I was still new and scared of everything. So we'll see how this goes. I love it. I didn't read through it. I just pulled it out of our email. Didn't do anything to it. So this is the original from three years ago. Dum, dum, dum. If you guys want to check us out, you can go to ageofradio.org slash colormedead. And there you will find all of our episodes. A big button that says donate to Patreon. And if you keep listening to us, we can stay on that leaderboard. We're number two in the network right now. Get us to number one. So if you guys want to donate to our Patreon, go check out our shows. Check out our sister shows. You can do that there. If you want to go straight to Patreon, it's patreon.com slash color me dead podcast. I never know. So you always know that when I point at you, I have not remembered. And then I stutter. I'm like, I She just pointed that I know what I'm supposed to say right now, but I'm If you donate sure. to our Patreon, it's $1 to 75 or if you're feeling froggy and you want to donate a huge one-time amount, like we're open to all dollars, yeah. you'll get perks with your pledges. Everything from stickers clear up to hoodies and random miscellaneous things. I just got you guys the current Patreons. I just got your Christmas ordered. I'm really fucking excited because they are very special. They're very special and very custom, and they're very awesome. Yes. And you're going to be very special to get them. Yes. And I still have keychains that need to go out for the, the $5 and up. Oh, fuck. I have pillows that I need to give you, too. One of our listeners made Halloween pillows. I saw Brandy, pictures. Russian. Oh. She's like a huge fan, dude. So that one of them is like Ouija board and little black cat type shit and like Halloween-y stuff. Anyway, I extra love them. Thank you, Brandy, for making those. Um, If you guys want to get some merch, you can do so at Threadless. And the link for that is colormedeadpod.threadless.com. 
Also, if you want to get some of our very exclusive merch that you cannot get anywhere else, you're going to want to get that from LeGras Creations. She is badass. She has made us, she's done some custom designs. She did did our keychains. She's done our magnets. I have earrings. I have shirts. Anytime that I see something and I immediately am like, ooh, I want that on a shirt. I know that I can send it to Amanda and... Oh, me too. This hoodie that I'm wearing right now, she made for me for baseball season. On the back of it, it says, at the ballpark is where I spend most of my days. (laughs) Like, you know. And she's making me a... a It's a fresh Prince of Bel-Air, if you didn't catch the reference. She's making me a hockey one right now, and it's like the hockey kind with the lace-up, you know, the laces on the Mm -hmm. top of the hoodie. And it just says, I'm cold. (laughs) I like that a lot. I love it. I was like, I need I, I, this. I should probably get one and not even hockey related. Um, so check out LeGras Creations. You can go there for miscellaneous, very exclusive podcast merch. Um, if you guys want to send things to us, you can do so. Our P.O. Box is 1610 Vernal, Utah, 84078. To the fan box. To the fan box. I'm sure the post office has put fan box on it by now. I would hope uh, so. One would think. If you guys want to email us, it's colormedeadpodcast at gmail.com. Survivor stories, advertising moments, Just any sort hello. of fan mail. If you want to send me a picture of your cat. We don't take pictures of buttholes, penises. Feet or children. Yeah. I don't want to see your babies. Babies are fucking gross. I got pictures of raccoons I need to show you, though, from one okay, of my listeners. Those are, that's the kind of shit I'm talking about. Um, Nicole sent me a picture of her baby rat, raccoons, as my kids say. Raccoons? Her baby raccoons. She's got a podcast. You'll hear about it a little bit more later. later let's give her, give her, you know, give her a listen. Uh, so today, for you, we have the yard sale of death. Yes, and it got named the yard sale of death because we were all over the fucking place. Like, we yard sailed that shit. So that's what it's called. And we're just going to give you a few. Mine are called Fun Facts of Death. Um, Angel will be covering torture devices. Yes. Oh, wait. Okay, I got to give one more shout out before we start. Oh. Shout out to the Loser Kid Pinball Podcast. Hi, Josh. Hi, Josh. So, Josh. Roop. He, um... He DJed, he DJed my DJed wedding. your wedding. That's the words I was um, trying to go for. And he did a fantastic job. Not only did he play my playlist almost to the T, which would have been very difficult because I had some very specific shit. Um, anyway, he had a really great game. He like Oh, he did. He was yeah. so fun. He is also the one that is going to be saving my ass with fixing my heater. Yay. Yay. He's a multi-talented, but he also has a podcast. Yes, he does. Called the Loser Kid Pinball Podcast. If you're into pinball, even if you're not, go check it out. So go see if it's your thing. Well, are you ready? We're ready. Let's let's do the damn thing. Okay, I'll start. Okay. Okay, my fun fact of death number one is within three days of death, the enzymes that once digested your dinner begin to eat you. Did you know that? You probably knew that. So do they eat you from the inside out? That just sounds so fucking weird when you say it out loud that I had to read it myself. Yeah, to look at the weird... Yes, inside out. Well, they weren't outside of you. No, but like... Yeah, I don't like it. They're like, oh, you're not going to give me food anymore? I'll just eat you. Basically. Does that happen when you don't eat? Yes. 
That's what happens to the muscle muscle tissue in your body. That's why it's really bad. It, you'll <clears throat> when your body runs out of fats. What happens when ladies and gentlemen have um, eating disorders and starve and or purge their food? Um, once your body eats up all your fat, it has to eat something. Let me tell you. And it will eat your heart because that's one of your muscles. Well, it would have a long time to get to my heart because I have enough fat for at least five adults. In your ass. In my, in just my ass. <laughs> and if we move to my inner thighs, oh, that's shit. at least another 15 to 20. I, I sadly am very jealous of your big booty. You're like, I'm not aunt, mad at uh, it. You're like aunt, uh, what's, what's her name? Jemima. No. <laughs> that's all I can think of. The, the Fanny. Aunt Fanny from Robots with the big butt. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely not mad at it. Would you like to hear about some of my favorite ancient torture? As long as you don't get too excited. Well, saw torture in this method. So the victim is hung upside down. You then have the head rush, right? Like yeah. so all the blood will rush to your head and it keeps them conscious for a very long time. So when you faint and you pass out from blood loss, yeah. then you're, you're out, right? Well, when you decide to saw torture somebody, we do, the, we do the opposite. We put you upside down, so all the blood rushes to your head. This keeps you conscious, so you will experience more of the torture. Um, the torturer will then take a saw through the bodies until they're completely sawed in half. Most everybody would be sawed, sawn up to, sawed? Sawn. 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 Wow. Did you see that log that was sawn? (laughs) That right there is the Uinta Basin in me. That is like half of your, that is like your southern roots mixed with your fucking basin roots. And then you're just fucked. Then you've got your own So they were cut up to their abdomen only to prolong their agony. I don't like that at all. That reminds me of the one at Calvin's. I swear my son's not a psychopath. His favorite kill scene. <laughs> in- <laughs> I love how you have to like put out the parent disclaimer. I swear to God, right. my son's not a psychopath. He likes cheesy, like old horror movies. But in Friday the 13th, when he saw, or cuts him in half, when he's hanging upside down and he cuts him in half with, mm-hmm. the, yeah, with yeah. the machete, that was one of Calvin's favorite Kill scenes. So they would saw a person into their abdominal cavity and then stop. And, and they're still alive. Of course. I don't like it. Um, the rest of the body, like, I mean, really at that point, do they need to saw the body, the rest of the body in half? No. Did they? Sure. I think mostly just for shits and giggles or like maybe to get the saw blade out. They have to finish. I mean, maybe there were people that like can't leave it half but, done. you know, get cut into your abdomen and then be like, well, toodles while all the blood is slowly leaving your body and you're alive until you probably, I don't know. I need to talk to a doctor. Where's your, where's your stepdad? I know. Hello. Can I need we to be call like, you so before you go if, to work? <laughs> would you actually bleed out that way or would you die from an infection or would you go into shock and then die and like have a fucking heart attack? I wonder how long you would stay alive that way. I mean, if you didn't go into shock and you didn't have a heart attack and you were bleeding out slowly, I mean, fuck, you can bleed out over the course of like a week. And I would imagine you would go into shock before. One would think. I, you would think you would go into shock as soon as they started to saw. Like saw into your fucking genitals? As soon as your vag just got a little bit more bigger. Oh my God, a little that bigger. reminds me of like one of my favorite scenes in a, um, it's an unsuspecting 
horror movie. Uh, it's got Kurt Russell in it, whom I absolutely adore. Uh-huh. Um, but it's called Bone Tomahawk. Go check it out. Uh, so I thought this, <laughs> and it is a Western, okay? But it's a horror Western. And it also has Sig um, Haig in it. Sid Haig from House of a Thousand Corpses and Devil's Rejects. Okay. Uh, anyway, essentially this movie is about a tribe of natives that are like troglodytes. Like they're legitimate fucking cavemen and shit. Like they don't even speak. They have their own language. And it's not even a language. Um, they come in and like abscond with uh, a bunch of the townspeople and the women. And they are a type of cannibal. So anyway, in one of the scenes, they like scalp this guy and then they hammer with a spike his scalp into his fucking throat, hang him upside down and fucking hack him with a bone fucking tomahawk through his gens and split him apart. I will warn you now that that is one like, mm, that's one of the tamer scenes. Like that movie is actually pretty fucking graphic. Yeah, I don't. I'm I'm good. I'll just take your word for it. I don't do. I can't watch it. I can read it. I'm. I don't know why. I can read about it and make my own Most, thoughts, but when I see it, it makes it so much worse. Uh, the scalping was way fucking. That was dirty because it was like up close and it looked real and shit. Like, but there's like this tribe of natives in this horror movie. Again, Bone Tomahawk. Fucking check it out. David Arquette. Sid Haig, Kurt Russell, like, and I can't remember the other dude's name right off the top of my head, but um, he's very handsome. He was actually the pedo in Hard Candy. Ugh, I hated that fucking character, but I love the actor. Uh, Anyway, this tribe, like, they're a type of cannibal that, like, raped and ate their own mothers type shit. I don't like it. You see their females have their eyes out and stitched shut, and they have no arms and no legs, but they're pregnant. They have no tongues. They can't speak. They're just like shoved off to the side to like reproduce. It's fucked up. Let's not. It's very odd. Don't be that kind of person. Moving on. Okay. Are you ready for my number two? Hit me. It's Cotards. What? (laughs) Cotards. And it's not, I'm not trying to say carotid this time. It's (laughs) really Cotard syndrome or Cotard's delusion. It's a rare mental illness where people think they're dead. They think they have no blood or working organs. In 1880, the neurologist Jules Cotard described the condition as something that your people say. It's, I'm sure it's French. Le delirium. <laughs> de- 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 I don't know what that was. What it means is the delirium of negation. It's a psychiatric syndrome of varied severity. Mild cases... Oh, a mild case is characterized by despair and self-loathing, while a severe case is characterized by intense delusion of negation and chronic psychiatric depression. Like, I wonder if um, Chase, Richard Chase, was one of those. I wonder if he had cotards, because he thought he was a vampire, thought he needed blood. Like, right. I wonder if, that, if he would fall into that category. All I can think about is him putting his... The bunny rabbits in the in the blender. Oh fuck! I stop. Damn it, dude! Like I had, I had the thought go through my mind, and I wasn't gonna say it out loud because I didn't want to put it in your mind. It's always in my mind. Every time somebody says Chase, that's what I think of. Is like, him, God damn it! Is him putting bunny rabbits in the blender? Like it breaks my heart. And then I'm like, Why are you so fucking stupid? What do you think those blenders are made of? I bet you got it for back then. 
$10 at Walmart or whatever the hell they had then. And you think it's going to blend a fucking rabbit hole? Shh. No. Stop. He needed to stop. Okay. <laughs> it's you. Le- I know lock that, your doors. Like, hey, listen, I'm going to talk about torturing people and I'm like 100% pumped about that. But when you actually talk about like a bunny. hurting bunnies and shit, like... Now you're crossing the fucking line. I know. Okay? Don't talk about the bunnies, but everybody... Literally, I... And don't get me wrong, like, child abuse hurts me. Like, that That deeply fucking bothers me, and here's why. We've talked about this before. My moral compass doesn't exactly point due north, right? Mm-hmm. So when I look at something and I say that it's fucking wrong, it's wrong. And when something hurts my fucking feelers to that level earth like that's fucked up dude like what you did that's fucking wrong it's awful so that and like animal abuse i don't fucking i can't with that shit yeah that i yeah richard chase like there's a lot of them that don't really scare me he's one that scares me because it was the unlocked door thing if your door is unlocked he's welcome in and he has no he he didn't have any (laughs) like so let this be a lesson, boys and girls. Lock your motherfucking door. Right. Chase didn't have a type. No. He didn't care. Like the person, I didn't want to take out my trash for a long time. So the Judas chair is where they would sit people, right? And they would actually have them watch people be tortured on the Judas cradle. Now what you, what you don't have is a visual of this. The victim would presumably be placed in a waist harness above a pyramid-shaped seat um, with the point inserted into either their anus or their vagina. Then, very slowly, it would be lowered. Now, this device was also said to be covered in spikes. It was also said to be very rigid and to do the most amount of damage. This was also made out of iron, And so the spike, the tip of this Judas cradle, would be placed into a vagina or into an anus. Um, They would have a harness on their waist that had them from a higher, like, a support beam. They would be lowered down onto the Judas by these ropes. The subject is then in, um, well, they're tortured to death by intense pressure, by watching the uh, orifice get wider and wider, and they're basically impaled, but on a larger scale. I don't like it. Um, eventually succumbing to tears and muscle tissue that could only be, you know, you know, that shit's septic. It's not like they cleaned that before they put another victim on there. So you probably died of infection before you actually died of being impaled. If they felt like a person was not suffering to their expectation, um, for whatever reason, they would go and add weights Oh. Around the person's feet to pull them faster. Onto I'd be like, the Judas what the fuck cradle. do you want to know? I will tell you everything I goddamn know. Oh, well, by the time you were on the Judas cradle, you had already been convicted of your crimes. Yeah, now, if I'm one of the ones that they need to talk, I'll be like, I'll, I'll tell yeah, you. Yeah, the ones that are like just chilling in the chair watching somebody else be tortured. I'll tell you and then you can kill me normal afterwards. Yeah, okay? dude, I'll tell you whatever you want. You still want me to die? That's fine. Fucking behead me. Do that shit quick, fast, and in a motherfucking hurry. Right, meow. Do that. Now. Ready, set, go. Where are you going? No, I mean, just kill me. Ready, set, go. Yeah, don't. I, please don't face. stretch my asshole over a spiky pyramid of biohazard. Number three is, okay, we're going to say adipocere. Okay. 
I don't know if we're saying it wrong. I could Google it, but this is part of our charm, as we've said before. If it's annoying to you, then it's not charm, but that's okay. <laughs> Get out of jail free card. Yeah. Yeah, go listen to our intro. (laughs) Anyway, it's known as corpse wax. It's a grayish waxy substance formed by the decomposition of soft tissue in dead bodies subjected to moisture. We talk about it in our episodes here and there. Episodes? Episodes. It sounds disgusting, but I kind of want to touch it. I want to know what it feels like. Is it like a dolphin? I don't know. Or do I not? I don't think I want to touch it. But I kind of want to know. Can you make somebody make me something that's like it, but it's not it? Let me touch that. Because <laughs> I want to poke it with a stick. Yeah. Um, this is... Is it my turn? Yes, ma'am. Oh. Well, this is one of my all-time favorite torture methods. I feel like I would have made an incredible dungeon mistress. <laughs> I second that thought. The brazen bull. Now, this one actually really disturbs me, and I think that I would probably throw up if somebody, like if I walked into a room and there was actually somebody in one, I'd fucking fruit. Because I don't do burns. Mm -mm. I think I would rather be shot. This one is known as the brazen bull. Okay. Also known as the Sicilian bull. It was designed in ancient Greece. A solid piece of brass was cast with a door on the side of it so that it it could be open and closed and latched. The victim would be placed inside and the bull, uh, excuse me, would be placed inside of the bull and then a fire would be set underneath it. The metal slowly becomes warmer and warmer. You build the fire higher. The metal becomes yellow as it's heated. The victim would then slowly be roasted to death all the while screaming in agonizing pain. The brazen bull was purposely designed to amplify these screams and make it sound like the bellowing of a bull. Yeah, I don't like that. I don't like being hot. Like, that is my most uncomfortable thing ever. So, there is a... uh, Oh, oh, fuck. Spencer could answer this right now. It's in one of his movies, and maybe it's The Immortals. That's the one I'm thinking of, and it's got Mickey Rourke in it. Yeah. Anyway, they have several scenes where people are being roasted inside of a brazen bull. It's a little intense. I don't like it. It's one of my favorites though, because I like the ingenuity of like hurting somebody and making it sound like what, ah, dude, you implemented a lot of thought into that. Did I you, did? No, no. Like the person oh. that created the brazen bull. Cause I'm it, like, like, no, I didn't because like, I'm trying not to think about it. I don't want to think about it. I like that they made something pretty because these were really ornate pieces of metal. Right. Um, but then you turned it into a torture device and then you made it sound what it looks like. So you took what would have been horrible, agonizing people screams and you've turned it into this melodic fucking bull scream. Like, so I don't know. It's, yeah, so it's not like, oh, God, somebody's getting tortured. They're like, oh, that bull must be getting it on or something. I don't uh, know. I, I, I've never uh. heard a bull getting it on make that noise. Usually they're angry. I don't know. I don't want to know that noise either. All right. So number four is forensic scientists can tell roughly how long it's been since death by looking at the species of insects on the body. Yes, I did know that one. I, I remember talking about it from 
before. When um, we did this I, before. Yes, I remember that one. Um, and also because we were talking about the actual body farm where you can donate yeah. your body to science and they will put you in a variety of situations where your body can be exposed to or in different elements. Or if it's like kept in a certain way, then people, not people, forensic scientists then have a way, they have like a, an honest to God uh, encyclopedia of like how long you've been dead. Because yeah. you may have been dead for three weeks and died somewhere where you were protected from the elements and they can still identify and there's still tissue and there's still this and there's still that. But if you died outside in the sun three weeks ago. I've been trying to decide like, not that it, I mean, not that I care because I'll be dead, but like trying to think about cremation or getting buried mm-hmm. what's worse I don't want to get burned again I've already been burned but do I want to be in a, in a box even though I can't tell you know it doesn't matter because I'm dead but then I was like maybe I'll donate my body I to think, a body farm I think I want to donate mine um, I heard a story that like somebody was all super upset that they found out later their grandma donated her body to science and instead of like going to a medical lab and helping some student learn how to fight old age um the body was actually sold to the u.s military and what they did was they were testing the detonation of certain explosive devices and somebody found out that that's where their grandma and i don't know how you would even find this out and i don't know if anybody else has ever heard that like little urban legend but anyway yo where do i sign up to give my body to the u.s military so we can shoot it and blow it up yeah you know what we should do with yours what? Let's go chumming for sharks. <laughs> yes. <gasps> Can we? I don't think we're allowed to do that. Oh. We're going to have to. Like, I want to be a shark experiment. Do sharks really like human meat? Do that. Perhaps we could. Now, I like. I know that there's different rules for different places. Like maybe when we're on our deathbeds and it's like happening. Do you think I could do that? Do you think I could in my will be like, I would like to be made into shark chum? Please put fish chum on one side and put me chum on the other and see which one they are attracted to more. We should contact a lawyer and ask if there is a specific way that we can demand our bodies be disposed. Because Spencer is insisting on a Viking funeral. Yes. I don't which know. could turn into shark chum. I don't know. He'll be burned. I don't even know where I'm going to be able to get away with that shit. I was just going to be cremated, but quite frankly, if I can be blown into little bits. In the ocean, turned into shark chum. <laughs> this is getting quite Sling expensive. shot her body into the sky over the ocean. Then blow it up. It so yep. it turns into chum. I am fucking in like Flynn, dude. I like this. And then bring the, yeah, bring the research teams in to see which, what species of sharks... What, Who is it? Like, Are there real man-eaters? Yeah. I'm, I, I'm digging this. My turn. The rack. Ew. Do you, <laughs> she says, ew. I don't want anything named the rack I don't like. Um, this is a torture device consisting of a rectangular, usually wooden frame, slightly raised from the ground with a roller at one or both ends. A victim's ankles are then fastened to one of the roller and the wrists are chained to the other. As the interrogation of whatever victim, probably being forced to confess to crimes they didn't commit, 
A handle and a ratchet mechanism attached to the top of the roller are used to gradually increase the tension on the top of the chains, inducing excruciating pain. By means of pulleys and levers, this rolly... Rolly? <laughs> rolly, rolly. Pulleys, levers, rollies! <laughs> The, uh, this roller could be rotated on its own axis, thus straining the ropes until the sufferer's joints were dislocated and eventually separated. Additionally, if muscles are stressed, stretched excessively, they lose their ability to contract, rendering them ineffective. One gruesome aspect of being stretched too far on the rack is the loud popping noises made by snapping cartilage, ligament, and bone. Yeah, I still don't like it. Yeah, well... Mm-mm. No, thank you. Thanks, but no thanks. No tattoo. No tattoo. Okay, so my next one is: Did you know that brain cells die within a few minutes, while skin cells can live up to twenty-four hours? Yes. Well, I did. I didn't before I wrote this. So three years ago, I didn't know this. Now I do, and that's so weird. I learned that again, actually, uh, in treatment. Oh. Mm. 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 Uh, when they talk about drugs and alcohol and that women will spend thousands of dollars to ruin brain cells that are eliminated in seconds. And they'll spend thousands of dollars on skin products to stay young. Like... Your skin will last longer than your brain. Mm-hmm. So there's hanged, drawn, and quartered. Now, during medieval times, the penalty for high treason in England was to be hanged, drawn, and quartered, which isn't entirely true because Henry VIII was very fond of beheading. Just saying. Um, well, Henry VIII really wasn't like medieval times either. If we want to get all testicle about it. Testicle. Technical you testicle. You said testicle. You said testicles. <laughs> <laughs> I giggle like I'm 12. I know. Now, this was abolished in 1814, and it has been responsible for the death of thousands of people. Now, this would go on in public, so everybody would get to watch. I'm deeply saddened that some things are not public. I'm okay with it. I'm okay with some of it, too. Um, And I could definitely see why they keep some execution available for certain people. While they are not public, and I think that they should be, I'm just saying, if you're being executed, I should be able to watch. I want to know that you're dead. I just want to watch suffer. How long does it take? You can sit there. You're taking notes. You're over there like... This I want person. to, like, I'm such a fucking morbid asshole, but I'm such an emotional person that, like, I want to see it because I'm dark and evil. But then you're going to go home and cry but about then, it. But then I'm going to see it and it's going to hurt my feelings and my little Care Bear stare heart is going to fucking go home and cry about it. And you're going to cuddle into Spencer. Oh, meh. Hold me. I messed up. I fucked up again. Spencer, I fucked up. I fucked up. That's Fuck. when he knows just to get the cuddles ready. In this torture technique, the victim is dragged in a wooden frame called a hurdle to be placed at execution. Then they would be hanged by the neck for a short period of time until they were near death, um, followed by disembowelment, castration, where the entrails and the genitalia were burned in front of the victim. Um, That's being called drawn. And then the victim would then be divided into four separate parts 
and beheaded, which is quartered. Now, if you remember the movie Braveheart, the very end scene is William Wallace being drawn and quartered. Hanged. In trails, become your ex trails. <laughs> Sorry, I went a knight's tale. On the, oh on my that. god. Your entrails will become your ex trails. Um, so you said near death, right? Near death. So, uh, has, has anybody here had a near death experience? In I this haven't. room? And not in this room, just in the audience in general. It's trying somebody to, else. Trying to involve the audience as they're like, yes, I have. As a matter of fact, what we should do is if you have had a near death experience, email, email us, us at colormedeadpodcast at gmail.com because that sounds like a fun episode. It dude. really does. Send us your near-death Hey, you know what? Bonus points if it's true crime related. Ooh. And then maybe I'll tell my story. The only time mine, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just tell you mine right now, okay? There's mm-hmm. two of them. They both have to do with water. You'd think I'd be scared of water, but I'm not. I'm fucking, I'm a Pisces. I love being in the water. But the fear of drowning and like what could happen to me in the fucking water? Well, both of my near-deaths were almost drowning. Like one time Ugh. I was eight and I was playing by the river. We were backpacking, kicking the water. And I fell in, and it took me off. And oh. it was it was like on uh, Homeward Bound when the cat goes down oh, yeah. through and goes off the waterfall. I was almost to go off said waterfall, and I got into the right eddy. I was swimming as fast as I can, got into the right eddy, and was able to get to my mom so she could grab me and pull me out. That was scary. That was near death. The next one was going down the river. We got dumped. I went all the way under, like... I could see up, and it was probably about as high. I have really high two-story ceilings. I could see up. I looked up, and I was like, oh, this is how I die. And then I popped back up, and I was like, oh, my God, I didn't die. And it sucked me back under. Same, like, I went way under again. I never opened my eyes underwater, which is really weird. But it was so calm. Like, I felt so calm. You know what's fucked up is, from what I understand... Drowning is supposed to be one of the most peaceful deaths a person can experience. Really? You can look it up. It's fucking bananas. I disagree (sighs) because I would be one of those people that panicked. You didn't. I didn't because I knew if I panicked, it would, you know, it's the river. You can't fight the river. You have to go with it. And I've been going, we've been river rafting since I was little and we don't have guides or anything. Like my family has their own boats. We've been doing this forever. So I know not to panic, but. I also knew to stop, drop, and roll when I got burned, and I didn't fucking do that. So you never know how you're going to act. True. And so I just looked up, and I was like, well, no, this is how I die. The second time I went down, and then I popped up, and I was like, holy shit, I made it. I still had my paddle in my hand, because it was one of the times we didn't take the frame. We just, there was only four of us, so we each decided to paddle. And... I still had my paddle in my hand, and I just, like, raised it up. I was like, we're good. <laughs> you just still got okay. my paddle. I'm good. I start laughing. Yeah, thought I was going to die that I'll day. I'll save mine because I've got a... A real one that's not the water? No. I've almost drowned a, a couple times. Um, I have an actual true crime near death. Ooh. Um, I don't know and then I, I just have one that is... It's not really... It's true crime. Um... It's something I can share, it, but it's not near death. I can tell you that one now. Nah, I'm save it. Yeah, save it for another. Save it. Save it for the ladies. But before we start this, before everybody sends in their near-death stories, mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you right now. This says, near-death experiences are caused by dopamine and oxygen deprivation. 
So if you're going to the light, it's, you know, because you're running out of oxygen and your dopamine kicked in. So your brain's not working right. Right? Thank God. For real. Like, who wants to be coherent and like cognizant when they're dying? No, I'd rather be off in la la land. Yeah, I would rather think that I'm like experiencing some heaven like. Like when you're at the dentist and you got the good shit Mm -hmm. and you're breathing in the good shit and you (laughs) feel like you're going down a colorful slide or some shit. That's where I want to be. Right? Like, wee. (laughs) Let's go. Let's do this. Yzma, put your hands in the air. (laughs) If I'm dying and you see me on my deathbed and I'm putting my arms up, I'll be like, she's there. She's there. Let's celebrate with her. (laughs) She's going down the colorful slide. So the wooden horse or as I like to call the Spanish donkey. I don't like it already. Donkey. 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 One of the torture devices that was used during the Spanish Inquisition and the medieval ages. This one is probably the most gruesome of them all. Ah, maybe, maybe not, because I saved the best for last. But the victim is put astride naked on a donkey-like apparatus, Mm-mm. which is mostly, uh, it's actually a like a vertical wooden board with a sharp V wedge on it. Mm-mm. After that, the torture is put on top of it, and much like the Judas Cradle, they add weights to the feet of the victim until the victim is sliced <gasps> clear up the middle. Now, one of my favorite things is that this apparatus could be wheeled around. It was mobile like a donkey so that if you wanted to like drag this person around and put them on parade while they slowly got sliced right up their middle, you could. Do, 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 do. What's weird is shit like this was normal practice right? for these people. But if somebody did it now, it'd be like, we would be doing a podcast about it. It'd be like absolutely horrifying. But for them, it was like, <laughs> well, like, maybe they shouldn't fucking steal, huh? You know what? Or like, I like how uh, these memes about witches for October have gone out and it cracks me the fuck up when they're like um, women in the 1800s. So I was thinking, and it's got Leonardo DiCaprio, witch! <laughs> and it shows him like burning his friends. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, Lordy May. Okay. All right. So, Mm -hmm. number seven, my fun fact, number seven. Fingernails and toenails do not grow after death. However, the skin dries and contracts around them, making them look like they have grown. Hmm. So people think, oh my God, their fingernails grew. No, they fucking didn't. Their fingers shrunk. But maybe like when the keratin and the skin does come away, then it looks as though she has grown. I heard that there are certain parts of you that continue to grow for, like, up to three weeks. Right. Like, as you decompose. Now we got a fact check. We do. Fact check. Okay, this on sciencefocus.com says, not, because I asked, do your fingernails grow after you die? Not for long. The gruesome idea of nails and hair continuing to grow on a rotting corpse is fascinating, but it's a myth. At least if you're thinking of luscious locks and long curly fingernails growing inside a coffin. (laughs) Nails and hair may appear to keep growing, but this is because flesh shrinks as it dries out, retracting the skin to make the nails and hair appear longer. There is a little truth in the story, though, because the death isn't an instantaneous process. When someone's heart stops beating, their brain cells die very quickly, 
but the cells use less oxygen and can, oh, but cells that use less oxygen can live a little longer. So potentially hair and nails could grow a tiny bit after a brain is dead. So yes, we're both right. And well, that kind of goes up with that one where your brain, yeah. Uh, brain, brain cells die after three seconds. Mm-hmm. Skin cells last longer. Yeah. Hmm. Now we know. And, and knowing, knowing is half, half the battle. G.I. Joe. The great American hero. This is called the Spanish tickla. Oh. Or the cat's paw. Whichever you prefer. It sounds erratic at the beginning. At the beginning. Both sound kind of naughty like, pick up your cat's paw. Yeah. So... For the Spanish tickler, a.k.a. the cat's paw, this is a type of torture instrument consisting of a long, sharp iron spike curved to resemble claws. It was often attached to a handle, or else it would be used at the extension of the torturer's hand. In this, excuse me, in this way, it was used to rip and tear away flesh from the bone, Mm. away from the body. It was used as a weapon also. This device was commonly used on thieves and unfaithful wives. Oh, shit. I don't see that unfaithful husbands caught any paw. Most who were tortured in this manner died not at the time, but afterwards, especially with the cat's paw. The device would cause infections and the, di- the device would cause such cut, excuse me, such deep cuts that infection settled like very quickly. The prongs were nearly never washed. Ew. So, I mean, infection was like, it's not like if you get it, it's like, gee, I wonder what kind you'll get. How fast is it going to grow? Right. Do you do well with infection? Mm. Oh, We're going to find, we'll find out. out. All right. Well, my fun fact number eight is when a person dies, the sense of hearing is the last to go. Hmm. That reminds me of the Princess Bride. When he's like, but your ears, you'll keep your ears, <laughs> you know. But he wasn't dead, so, or he wasn't going to be dead because Wesley was going to keep him alive. Wouldn't that be awful, though? You're, like, dead, but you can still hear, like, what everyone's saying. You're like, no, I'm still here. Oh, never mind. I don't even know how that works. I like, don't either. Like, can your, your brain, brain... If your brain isn't processing, what difference does it matter that you're fucking hearing it? Right. So your brain can't process what is... Or can I don't know. Would I know? Oh, yeah. Nobody knows except for the dead. We need a Ouija board. Go yeah. borrow Kagan's. Yeah. Except for those motherfuckers won't hang out with me. My sarcasm scares them away or something. I don't know. Um, the head crusher. I crush your head. Crash, crash. <laughs> crash, crash. Because in the hall. This metal device... <clears throat> featured a plate that sat just below the victim's jaw was connected to a frame, and then it had a head camp. Head cap. Not a camp. A cap. Period. Anyway, uh, as the torturer slowly twists the handle, the gap between the head cap and the uh, jaw plate decrease in width, causing the... the, (laughs) Sorry, guys, I'm tired. Causing the skull and facial bones to crush, including the teeth... And the jaws. So ultimately, it does result in death. Even if the torturer stopped before death, permanent damage to the facial facial muscles and structure would occur. The victim's head would slowly be crushed, killing the victim, but not before the victim's jaw had been crushed and their eyes were popped from their socket. Could you imagine feeling your fucking teeth like... Fuck. And then your eyes... 
Yep. No, I don't like it. There you go. Yeah. Does it make that noise, do you think? Um, if it doesn't, I'm going to be really upset if I ever lose my eye and it doesn't go. You'll be like, wait, oh. put it back in. I want to try it again. Okay. A human head stays conscious for about 20 seconds after being decapitated. Wouldn't that be some shit? When you're like, head's rolling and you're looking and you're like, I feel lighter. You, dude, you know what would be really fucked up is you would know what happened. Yeah. My body. And you would I seriously... I can't feel like, you my would, legs. Do you have any idea how long 20 seconds is? Yeah. Because I have been in some really uncomfortable, like, 10-second stares with people, and that's half. And now you've got 20 seconds with no like, body. For your head to be... Like, and you would know, like, oh, fuck, I'm gonna die. I would be like, I'm gonna try to move my arms. Is it working? Is it working? Is it working? Are my arms moving? God, like, you know how bad would that suck? That was like, your head, like, rolled far enough away that or like rolled and landed on the side that wasn't facing your body and you're like wiggle your arms but you can't fucking see i would be oh. so disappointed and who wants to die disappointed nobody okie dokie um so obviously people know about like vlad the impaler which was the 15th century in romania and his favorite thing was impalement we all know this yes now he would force a sharp thick pole right up the rear end the pole would then be raised upright and the victim would be left to slide down the pole by their own weight Mm. now the fun part about this is everybody sees a body go like and like slide down the pole and they die all instantly and shit the best depiction of this is to go back and watch bram stoker's dracula because it could take up to three days for a victim Uh. to actually like die using this method and it was once said that vlad did this to twenty thousand people holy shit all while enjoying a meal like he sat and had twenty thousand people fucking put on spikes as he ate no thanks i'll bet that guy was good in the sack like anybody that fucking vicious could probably booty pussy up like you would not believe see now i now i think i i think i see the the appeal of like serial killers when people like write them love letters and get all a fetch, like maybe they're under the impression that they're like really vicious psycho people and that they would be incredibly aggressive and like awesome in the sack. Maybe. But why would you do that while somebody's locked in prison? You are quite obviously not going to be going in there for any super serial killer sack no. sessions. Say no. that five times fast. No. I do would it. just I would just <clears throat> want to know Please tell me, sir, what you were thinking at this point, because I want to know. Not like, so, you've got me tied up. What are you going to do next? (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) Oh, God. And they start, like, burning you and, like, peeling... And you're like, wait, flesh. no, I was talking wait, about sex-wise. What the fuck? Which way are, it, why did you have to turn it? not go where I wanted it to. Why'd you turn it? I didn't want it to go that way. I was talking about banging, okay? <laughs> God, why do you always have to go that way? Anyway, next. You ruin everything. Every fucking time. Every fucking day. A body decomposes two times longer in water than on land, which we already know. Yes. We already know that. I'm going to read another one because I think I have more than you do. Yeah, go. So I'm going to put a couple of short ones together. You don't actually die of old age. Okay? So when people say you've died of old age, you haven't. You die of diseases that are brought on by old age. You may or may not know you have, may or not, you know. You're so old, you're diseased, and now your body loses. You okay. lost the battle. Not age. 
It's like hmm. vicious circle right there. Yeah, it Which is. came first, the chicken or the egg? The disease or the old age? I don't know. Okay, so this one is... Um, I actually really extra hate this. So the tub. The tub involves placing the convicted person in a wooden tub with only his head sticking out. Then his face would be painted with milk and honey. Soon flies would be would start feeding on the person. They also make it a point to feed the victim regularly so that he would end up sitting in his own piss and shit. After a few days of sitting in the tub, this would lead to mag- maggots and worms which start to devour the body as the flies eat this maggots are then laid in the water and they slowly just like eat the person. Um, one would assume that they like feed them for like three or four days and then they stop. So they're either, they're either going to die of dehydration or exposure. I think. Okay. That one is like one of my least favorites, I feel but very you know, uncomfortable it is what it is right now. You should. Um, so, but then <clears throat> go, I'm going to talk about something that has your name in it. Oh. The little thing called angel lust. Oh my. This is a boner that dudes get when they have been oh, yeah. hanged. <laughs> I, I feel like that should be named after me because I'm more awkward that it's like the awkward boner. Um, it is caused by pressure on the cerebellum created by the noose. Um preapism. Priapism. Priapism. Which is a long-term boner. Yes. This is what happens when you have a stiffy that lasts four, four hours or longer and you're supposed to like contact the authorities and get some medical assistance. But it can also happen when live people have spinal cord damage, not because you took too much hmm. Viagra, but spinal cord damage can cause you to have a big boner. Hmm. Who knew? I wonder how that works with like paraplegic dudes. Did you ever watch Murderball, the documentary? No. So one of the, I guess one of the like most recently, or not recently, Jesus fuck, I really need to sort out like the, the words that are coming out of my mouth right now. I guess a very uh, common question for those guys is like, did your dick still work? Can you still bang? Well, all of, all of these guys in this documentary are um, paraplegic can't use from like their waist down blah 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 they're all in wheelchairs and they're all part of the murder ball league which is like no holds bar fucking jungle basketball type yeah so anyway the one guy was like does my dick still work yeah and my dicks work my dick works better than ever so i wonder if that actually for the gentleman that sustained like spinal cord injury if that happened to have been like where they like kind of have a semi at all times and then if they get like excited it's like fucking rock hard but the guy actually demonstrated he was like i don't need my legs he was like, I wrap a towel under her waist, pick her up like I was oh, like, Jesus damn. Christ, son, get it. Like, good for you. Fuck. Don't hold back. Nice. Yeah. Uh, nice. So there are tons, right, of different little torture devices um, and methods. One of the other ones is called the rat torture. Now, I extra super hate this as well. I used to have pet rats when they bite you and they bite you like and they fucking mean to. That shit really hurts. This method actually involves a cage and you'll watch it. It was in the Fast and the Furious. Remember? Number oh, two. Oh, yeah. Yes. So yes. in order to get information, you would um, 
put a rat in a cage and you would then place the cage upon the body, usually a surface like your belly where it's nice and fleshy. The cage would then be filled with large rodents, right? And a heating element was placed on the other side. So with the application of heat, the rodent, the rodents would try to get away. If you've got a big enough rat, you only really need one. And if you've seen some of the rats in fucking New York or like Chicago, the Holy big rat. Oh, God, no. Dude, the first time I saw a rat that legitimately was the size of a cat, I seriously felt like something was wrong on this world. Yeah. Um, anyway, you put a large rodent in there, and when it gets hot, it has to find a way out, right? If it can't burrow out, it will, in fact, chew its way out. And when a rat gets into the abdominal cavity of a human being, that obviously is not a great place for a dirty fucking rat to be, and you will die. I'm so sorry. I've been listening to lots of Eminem, and I just got fact stuck in my head again. (laughs) See that gerbil? No. (laughs) All right. Let's talk about a sky burial. Sky burial is a funeral practice in which a human corpse is placed in a mountaintop to decompose, not in one, but on one on a mountaintop to decompose while exposed to the elements or to be eaten by scavenging animals. It is practiced in the Chinese provinces and autonomous regions of Tibet. I think this is Qinghai. I don't know. It's a Q-I-N-G-H-I-A-H-A-I. I I can't even spell it. I have no idea what you've said. Keep Um, going. Sichuan. 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 And Inner Mongolia, as well as in Mongolia, Bhutan, and parts of India, such as Sikkim and Zanskar. Those are too many, too many things that I cannot say, so they're places that do the sky burial. The locations of preparation and sky burial are understood in the word I can't say, Buddhist traditions, as... Uh, charnel grounds comparable practices are part of zoroastrian burial practices where deceased are exposed to the elements and birds of prey on stone structures called dakma few such places remain operational today due to religious marginal due to religious marginalization and urbanization and the decimation of vulture populations Sorry, no more sky burials because there aren't as many vultures. So during medieval times, which quite clearly were like the best times ever to live in, right? For you. For everybody. Like the Vikings were way before Oh, yeah. Um, But there was a method, all right, and it's called the lead sprinkler. Now, at first sight, it kind of looks like one of those little holy water sprinklers that like the priests and bishops and shit like slung jesus juice at you yeah um well this one is a little bit more complex the torturer put molten metal into the end and then they would slowly rush from one side of the other where they fell on any part like any of this would fall on any part of the victim's body it basically would just like burn straight through to the bone okay i don't like it so it was like they poured molten metal in it and they just go And, like, molten metal hits your body, basically, like, burns through you, like, to your bone. Uh, no. But they would also, like, one of the execution methods was they would pour, like, molten silver right onto the eyes. So, obviously, this causes a great deal of pain, but then it burns back into the head. I mean, you're going to die. 
I don't, I really just don't like it. I mean, there are definitely like, there's things like the heretic fork and, you know, like the bamboo shoots that the Vietnam, Mm. um, soldiers just like, fuck dude. Listen, as a person that has had a, a splinter and I'm, I'm not talking like a little splinter. I'm talking like a fucking redwood deck fucking chunk under their thumbnail. I would rather step on a fucking nail. Okay. Our last one we're going to do together. I'm going to start it and then you can add Wrap to it, it because it's one of your favorite yes. things. So it is the blood eagle. The title is a reference to the fabled execution method of the Vikings. It was performed by slicing open the back of a victim, then hacking the ribs away from the spine, causing them to spring apart and resemble bloody wings. Then drawing the lungs out of the victim's back and draping them over their shoulders. Yeesh. Creating wings. I fly, little bloody eagle. Um, I think this one, well, I obviously, because I, I have like a weird thing. Like, I'm not going to pretend that I am a Viking or was a Viking. I, I am like really obsessed with kind of like the culture. I loved the TV show. I've like, I've actually purchased several books, like actual honest to God, like, historical books about Vikings really into wardrobe. Everybody knows that about me. Mm -hmm. Um, I love the blood Eagle because it's fucking intimate and you have to like really hate a motherfucker. Like you got to really believe in their punishment to take an ax to their back and just let me give me your lungs, dude. Like the, the crazy cool thing is like I bought Spencer a replica, um, ax of Ragnar, like lock broth. Oh, it can we not... just take a moment for him? No, right. <sighs> <sighs> he makes my toes quiver. That was our yard sale of death. That it was. Happy Halloweens. Yeah, happy Halloween. Everybody have a happy Halloween this weekend. Be safe. If you're listening late, I'm sorry. Hopefully you had a happy Halloween. Yes. And yeah, be safe. Stay warm. Jesus Christ, it's cold here. So, so you know what? Don't pour liquid molten on people. No, Buy the home warranty. Yes, please do. And uh, stay Stay out out of chalk lines. lines. Goodbye. Goodbye.